Hello, and welcome to Argus's Crude Report, a podcast series on global crude oil markets. This is Jessica Tran for Argus Media. OPEC recently increased its crude production for the first time since April, as three Mideast Gulf members ended their voluntary cuts. In total, the OPEC group increased production by 970,000 barrels per day from June to July, meaning the total July production volume was around 23 million barrels per day. OPEC as a core group obviously has quite a large global market share, which grows even larger when considering the wider OPEC plus group. For Russia, the largest of the plus group, their production growth is slated for exports as their domestic refiners are unable to absorb the excess output. Here with me is Sean Cronin, the editor of Argus Global Markets, a service covering the latest international oil market developments. Hi, Sean. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Jessica. So let's start with an update on the OPEC plus cut agreement. Have the various OPEC core and quote unquote plus members kept their part of the deal? Yes, by and large, uh, most of them have. It's it's a historically large deal and the, the rates of compliance are, uh, are very high. There are some exceptions, of course, uh, Nigeria and Iraq. Uh, have uh, not been cutting by as much as they've they've uh, meant to, but they're looking to compensate for overproducing in past months. Okay, great. So I guess let's let's take a closer look at Russia, which is the largest plus producer. What's going on there specifically? Well, the agreement comes in stages. So uh, after the first very deep cuts that lasted for three months, uh, starting this month, there's a there's a slightly more relaxed uh, production level. So under the quota system, Russia has nominally got a uh, room to increase production by 500,000 barrels a day. But because it was slightly um, under complying in July, it can uh, de facto raise its production by 400,000 barrels a day. So it's still quite a bit of headroom, but uh, um, but uh, they were producing 100,000 barrels a day too much in July. So speaking of July, um, Russia did say uh, back in July that their increased production would be absorbed domestically, but it unfortunately seems that the domestic demand isn't there. Um, so with export markets being the only other option, how much of this Russian crude do we think will go into global markets? Well, most of the extra production is medium sour Urals, uh, and it's going west into the out of the Baltic and Black Sea ports and through the pipeline system into Central Europe. Um, we've got some preliminary August cargo loading schedules, so we're looking at possibly about a 300,000 barrel a day increase in uh, loadings of Urals cargoes from the Black Sea and Baltic ports uh, in August. Uh, and that's on top of all the pipeline deliveries. But uh, it's it's having a definite effect on markets uh, in Europe. It's pushing prices down. We've got Urals now at very nearly a, a $1 discount to uh, the North Sea dated benchmark. Um, this is after it was trading at anything up to a dollar over the benchmark, which was a, a really very unusual development. Um, looking to the east, uh, there are cargo loadings of uh, Russia's light sweet Espo blend. Uh, crude, and they're running significantly lower from Cosmino. Uh, and as it stands, it looks like it might um, uh, leave Russia short of its 2020 target to produce 690,000 barrels a day out of Cosmino. And I understand that the OPEC plus committee meetings are this week. What's their sentiment on market recovery? And do you think they'll adjust their, their plans? Um, well, for, for OPEC committees to meet uh, this regularly every month is a testament to how 
how keen they are to be able to fine tune their plans on an ongoing basis. Um, it's very difficult to get a read right now on how they think uh, privately the market is going. But I think it would be a surprise if they adjusted their plans right now. I don't think there are enough uh, signals coming back from the market to say whether they're overshooting or undershooting with their production. Yeah, and I guess with the OPEC still having a significant um, market share of, of global oil, everybody's always looking toward them to see what, what they're up to. Um, so thank you so much for your time today, Sean. Pleasure, Jessica. For vital insight into the latest international oil market developments, consider subscribing to Argus Global Markets. You can find more information on the service at www.argusmedia.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to your joining us on the next episode of The Crude Report.